some of the things in the episode you're about to hear already happened. They're in the past. So congratulations. You can see the future and should probably start buying lottery tickets. Yeah, and betting on baseball games. And horses? Is that still a thing? It should be. You should do that too. Bet on some horses. Definitely. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So please keep your hands inside the podcast at all times. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Spring has sprung. Spring has officially sprung about time. What is that song that goes? Oh, duh. I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> you other brothers can't deny that. Then when a girl walks in with, with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Yeah. I, I like big <laughs> spring and I can't lie. I was like, I don't think it was talking about spring in there. <laughs> but spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. Yes, no April showers, really. Last week it rained, but now suddenly it's yeah. just warm. It is nice. Like we have the, well, the window's not open, but the shades are pulled back. Yes, no shade on this. No shade on this podcast. <laughs> so how zone. how was the beginning of your April? Beginning of April. The beginning of April was weird, and I will explain why in my this week's thing. Mm. Do you believe in a good April Fool's prank? It's not that I don't. I've just never been a part of any of them. Like, there I just was, like there was a weird Snapchat story on April first that was about. Um, like, different people playing pranks, but a lot of them, like, weren't pranks. Mm-hmm. They were just, like, inconveniences. Right? I think that's <laughs> like part of why. people pouring kidney beans in someone's shoe. I'm like, like that's, that's not annoying. a prank. That's just rude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like April Fool's Day is kind of the isn't that ironic of holidays. Where uh-huh. like it's more not really than a, ironic. Yeah, like, more than anything, it's not a prank. It's just annoying. The most ironic thing in that song is the the song itself. Yeah. It's ironic that none of the things in the song are ironic. Like, irony would be like, I'm going to blow up your mailbox and I walk outside and you've just blown up mine. That's irony. Yeah. Right? That's the example someone told me in, like, junior year English. I think Mr. Greentree, that teacher I had a huge crush on. Mm. I think he was the one that told me that and I was like... (gasps) Probably why I remember. Oh, it's definitely (laughs) (laughs) Um... The only time I played a successful prank, I got in huge trouble. Yeah. I t- put a rubber band around. Okay, so back in the day, for some of our millennial listeners, they won't remember that sinks used to have the faucet, and then you'd have to press a button on a separate accessory that was the sprayer. Yeah. So I put a rubber band around the sprayer. And then when someone flipped on the faucet, it would spray directly at, at the them. person standing there. And I meant it for my mom, who would be irritated, but would get over it. But my dad conveniently, no. <laughs> conveniently went to use the sink first. <laughs> and it sprayed him, and he was on his way somewhere. It was just really bad. And he screamed at me, and I was like, I'm never going to try a prank again. Like, I'm never, yeah. oh, never no. going to do it, because I'm, like, so afraid. Oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. My dad used to get mad about literally everything, but especially when it was at his expense. That, I could see that. I was thinking about, I was thinking about the other day, this one road trip that we went on where I used to be really into these, like, kind of fanfare marching band classical cassette tapes that I used to fall asleep to. That's awesome. But they'd be like, dun 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 And that would put you to sleep? I just loved them. So I convinced my family to listen to one when we were driving like to Las Vegas or something. And and at one point, let's say it's that song, that song just starts... And my dad's in the front seat, and we had just gotten a new Dodge Caravan that had surround sound. And the song comes on, and it was so loud. And my dad, like, flew back in his seat. And he always, when he gets shocked, he makes this sound that's like, (laughs) Oh my God. It was hilarious. And I was thinking about it the other day, and it was one of those memories that I genuinely laughed out loud at. I was, like, standing in front of the Museum of Natural History, which was just like, ha ha, that was a great day. Uh. Like, (laughs) Um, I used to, um, 
for my bar mitzvah, like, they were just giving away some things that I guess just didn't get distributed. So I got like this, party like, party favors? Y- yes, but they're, okay. like, really dope party favors. Like, there was a CD player alarm clock. Whoa! Which, like, in 2004, like, was pretty new. Whoa! So, what, so, like, at the time, like, Wicked was the big Broadway of show. Of course, Like, the new, like, the new big Broadway show, now it's the old big, now it's the, like, teenage big Broadway show. Oh my god, it's so, so old. So... That would be like the, so like that was the CD I had in there, and so I said that once. And my friend of mine was like, "Oh, that's lovely." You wake up to good news. <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> the like, witch of the west is dead. I was like, "Oh, now that you mention it, that's funny." <laughs> bow, 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 bow. There was this one time when I was like in the, f- I guess it must have been the fifth grade because we were still living in our old Virginia house. Mm-hmm. That I have this, I still have it. It's like a 1981 like Sony boombox. Yeah, and it's really cool. Like I still have it as like a showpiece. It plugs in. It plays. It plays things fine. Um, but I used to like flip on the radio and kind of scroll the dial till I found a song I recognized because we mm-hmm. had just moved back to DC and I didn't really know what the stations were there. So I found. Which those from DC will know. I've mentioned on the show before, Hot 99.5, the top mm. 40 station. So I scroll to Hot 99.5 because I hear like, you know, the Backstreet Boys or something. And I fall asleep to it. And then I wake up and my dad is like angry and like p- turning it off and I'm plugging it from the wall. And I was like, Dad, what it like, what's going on? And I guess like, yeah, by Usher and Lil John and the Yin Yang Twins was on after that. And I like didn't realize I like fell asleep. And when my dad came in to check on me, it was like, Rap music. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. Rewind it back. Oh, sure. Got that voice. Make, make your booty, booty go. go. Yep. I listened to that the other night when me and my friends went out, and it was so fun. Yeah. That song, that's the song that will never die. Right? It's a great song. That's like, that's like one of the anthems of our generation, because that was at every bar mitzvah. I just love when Lil Jon goes, Er, sure. Got the voice er, of make sure. Your, er, sure. Got the voice er, of make sure. a booty go. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> all good things. <laughs> Short, sweet, and to the point. All right. Cool. Would you like to go first this time? Okay. Yeah. Great. So, this week, Mm -hmm. I went to an amazing show. What did you see? I went to Radio City Music Hall Mm -hmm. and saw Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone with a hundred piece orchestra playing the John Williams score. What? It was amazing. Oh my god, I didn't even know that was happening. So it's an eight part series. You can come with yeah. me to see the Chamber of Secrets in September. Oh, that that far away? Yeah, yeah, because they're okay. going to do it over the next three or four years. Ooh. Because I mean, Radio City's like uh, kind of booked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Um, I was weepy pretty much the entire time. I believe it, and it was pretty crazy. Like. There were there were some people there that were there to see the symphony. And there were some people there that were there to see the movie. And then there was like people like me who were like crossbred. Mm-hmm. Where like they'd mentioned Hufflepuffs and I was like, Woo! But then like, you know, and oh man, the first time Snape came on the screen, people lost their fucking minds. Yeah. It was like a rock concert. <laughs> and so there's this music going on and they're like, dun 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 bum 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 bum. Like, people were, like, crazy. The first time the John Williams theme came on, the first time Hedwig's theme came on, people were, like, like, crying. And I'm sitting there just, like, that was one of the first movies that I saw in the theaters that I really, like, recall going to, like, having thoughts about after. Same. It was really great. That was, I, I went to see it, like, right before Christmas 2001. So it was, like, right after 9-11. It was kind of the first movie that, made any money after 9-11. Yeah, that kind of, like, brought us back to, like, our center. It really did. I feel like Harry Potter kind of centers a generation. Yeah. And Anyway, I was super emotional through the whole thing. The music was incredible. And this That's con- amazing. This conductor has, like, these fluid arms. He's kind of a hottie, and he was like, <laughs> oh, man, he's so great. And um, what else happened? I was sitting between this... Okay, so there were some annoying parts, I will be honest. I was sitting between a couple on one side that was like, oh my God, here it comes, here it comes. Ah, and I was like, all right, we get it. We've we all seen it. it. We've okay, all seen it 64,000 times. But then I was sitting next to an older couple, like maybe 80 years old, mm-hmm. 75, 80 years old, 
that every time people cheered, they were like, mm, like groaning about it and like kind of unhappy because they came to see the symphony. Mm. Then there were mm. these girls in front of me that Radio City lets you take pictures before the performance, but once it started, you can't. I really wish that they had a phone check or something because um, it was pretty intense. Like these girls in front of me like snapped and Instagram lived pretty much the whole thing. That's That sucks. Yeah, but where I was sitting, the screen was big enough I just like bought the tickets like $89 plus tax and handling and whatever it was like 109 overall Mm -hmm. I was sitting dead center like that's awesome 20th row which is like kind of the perfect distance oh yeah so anyway it was super great I was completely emotional the whole time um and oh man the moment that I really got emotional was there were two parts one was the harpist in the symphony mm-hmm. played the music yeah. to make like the harp that plays itself to make Fluffy fall asleep. The yeah. three headed dog. That harp solo was so long and so intense. And it was the only time the audience was like dead silent. That's so cool. And I was like, this bitch is getting it. Like, it was, <laughs> I've never, I've never seen a harpist live and it was just so incredible. So I started getting emotional over the music there. And then the second time that I got emotional was after the chess game, Ron sacrifices his son. Mm-hmm. Guys, spoilers for spoilers Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> <laughs> So Ron sacrifices himself in the wizard's chess game and then like he's like you're smarter than me and Hermione's like me books cleverness but there are more important things and I started I mean sobbing (laughs) because the music is that I was like oh my god (laughs) like it was just <laughs> like the Diagon Alley theme was so I'm like clutching my face. She is. She is clawing at her own <laughs> face, at her own cheekbones. It was so good. The dun 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 I would pay money to that's just Harry see, Potter, right? Yeah. I just sing a different no, thing. That's, okay. No, that's 100% Harry Potter. It kind of reminds me of dun 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 bum 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 which that's which all, is Star Wars. Yeah, is that John that's Williams Star Wars. though? I don't know. I don't think it is. I have no idea. I don't think so. But, but no, the Diagon Alley theme is the oh fuck, what is it? I'm going to think of it. We're going to sit here until I think of it. Okay. I would commission you <laughs> to just do a one-woman acapella orchestration of Harry Potter. <laughs> that would like, be just an pay. incredible show. That would just be like you in the middle of of um uh, of Radio City, just like <laughs> jazz handing it up. Oh my gosh, that would be pretty great. Of me just standing in the middle. <laughs> um, but I, I will say... That the moment that um, the thing started, I mean, people were, people were crazy. Like, it was... I believe it. And it was mostly, like, millennial woos. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just, like, it was really getting me. I do I do think one of the most special moments um, were... Some of the most special moments were when someone would shut down another person. Like... It's Leviosa, not Leviosa, or like, um, dry up Dursley, you great prune. Like, there were just these amazing moments where the audience was like, yeah, get him! Like, it was so, it was crazy. It must have been sold out, too. It was a sold out show. It's been sold out for months, but I bought mine from resale. Like, like companies buy them up and then, yeah. yeah. Like Hamilton. Yeah, pretty much. Gosh, what is that Diagon Alley music? Do Do you mind if I look it up? I was going to say, take, like, take a look. Because it's just really one of the best themes, and I never. There were moments in the in the move in the show itself in the in the concert where I was realizing that there were themes playing under scenes I formerly thought were silent. Right. And I mean, there's only like three moments of silence in the whole. Yeah. In the whole film, the first one is when the Dursleys are eating breakfast, and Harry Harry's got a letter. And then the next one is uh, Hagrid brings Harry a birthday cake. Yeah. 
And then the third one is Madame Hooch teaches them to fly. And by the time Neville is flying up in the air and his broom is cursed, Mm -hmm. there's no... uh, which, by the way, they don't really explain why his broom does that, which like kind of freaked I me thought, out. I thought it was, I thought it was like someone cursed it, and like Harry was supposed to like be on that broom, but he chose a different broom. Yeah, but the, like that. Okay, so that's but that's not explained in the movie. It's like you know. Why did I think it was? Well, Neville was. Neville is the other boy who could have been the the chosen one. Yes. You know, so maybe. Maybe there's a relation there. I don't Harry know. Potter fans, write in and let us know. Please, somebody out there knows. Um, okay, hold on. Let's look up the Diagon Alley music. Hmm. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> This is also definitely the Christmas music, too. They're committed to that one. This is why we need, like, this is why we need a fan base so we can do live episodes so, like, everyone can see Claire reenact Harry Potter orchestrations. Oh, man. So, anyway, I had the best time. That's awesome. It was so great. I was really, really teary the whole time. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so crazy how they start the movie and... The music comes before the the Warner Brothers credits. Yeah, so yeah. So the conductor just started without the film, and people were like, "What are you doing? Like slow down!" And then it all came up, and everyone was like, oh, "I see it. It's happening!" Like, <laughs> it was it was pretty incredible. That's awesome. It was pretty uh-huh. friggin' incredible. I'm happy for you that you got to experience that. Yeah, that's so cool. You know what? You know how I found out about it was I saw it in Time Out New York, and yeah. then I just went and bought a ticket. Nice. Yeah. It was cool. Best $100 ever spent, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. It's great. Do you have any questions, Ian? Uh, No, I don't. That's just that. That's just so cool. Yeah, it's just that. So, yeah, yeah, that was the thing that happened to me this week. Ooh, I want to applaud you. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone in concert, Radio City Music Hall. Yay. Yeah, incredible. Love it. Shout out to that harpist, girl. Yeah. Girl got Yo. some harp. Harp is like no joke, too. I know. I had a cousin who was a harpist. The pilot of Gilmore Girls features, um, fuck, what's her name? She was supposed to play the Suki St. James character, and then she had to give up the role to Melissa McCarthy. But anyway, she plays she plays the harp in the pilot. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's pretty great. Her nice. character's name is Drella. <laughs> Drella shows up every now and then when people need a harp. <laughs> That's amazing. She's yeah. just like a recurring character. Yeah, but very infrequently. Very infrequently. That's yeah. like such a gift to like your following though. Like I to know. have that one person who shows up every like 20 episodes. I know. She even, I mean, she showed up in uh, in Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life too that they used some of her, some of her sound bites. That's awesome. Yeah, in the top of the show. It was pretty great. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that is that. Let's end up the first tangent and also my thing that happened this week. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing. You are so welcome. <laughs> Ian, what happened to you this week? Okay, so mine is like kind of a two-part story. So I've talked about it before. Like I'm not someone who like goes out like frequently like and gets drunk or like obliterated. <laughs> but this past weekend, my friend decided to host um, a little house party where we play a game called Werewolf. And have you ever played it? What the fuck is that? It's amazing. It is so much fun. <laughs> so the premise of this game is like, Everyone gets a card, and you, if you're like if you're a werewolf, then when everyone quote unquote goes to sleep, you like you choose who's gonna die. It's like heads up, seven up, kind of in a way. But then you vote on. Then everyone wakes up and Throwback. discusses heads up, seven up. Yeah, <laughs> but then they discuss who the werewolf might be, and then everyone takes a vote on who it is. And then if you all vote on someone and you're wrong, then like you just kill the villager. But if you get on all the werewolves. <laughs> Villager. Yeah, because either like you're a villager, or, like, or so- sometimes there are other characters like the seer who can like come awake at night and uh, guess who the werewolf is, oh, and there's always a narrator man. guiding the story. I gotta play this game. It is so much fun, and I hadn't played it since my first semester of college, and then I played it the other night. That being said, I had like two and a half drinks, 
and some real potent weed. <laughs> like, real strong, heavy shit. That's funny to and, think about you smoking weed. That's like, funny to me. I mean, like, I'm not... And the thing is, like, I don't... I'm one of those, like, moderation kind of people where, like, I drink every so often. I'm very much a lightweight. Like, I don't <laughs> like drinking. I'm sure and, you get giggly. Oh my, I was, we were so giggly that night. Like, like, it was all these like mid 20 something year old guys giggling like teenage girls. Oh my God. Like part of it was like my Sexist. Okay, fine. Just kidding. Go for it. I get home at like a reasonable hour. (laughs) I'm like, I, oh, well part of the story was I'm, we're in the middle of a game and like I open my email and I get like the email, I get this email saying appointment for Ian Brodsky, um, for this project, and I look at it, and I'm like, all I see is Saturday and the number four. So in my mind, it's like, oh no, I have an audition tomorrow? I'm working tomorrow. Like, <laughs> this is way too last minute notice. <laughs> and so I'm looking through it, and I respond, and I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry, like, did not, like, did you not get my schedule? Like, I'm working tomorrow, it's too, like, it's too you late for me to find cover. back? But all, well, also remember... It, the office that sent it to me is three hours behind because they're in L.A. Okay. So I got this at 10 at night. Right, but you were high. Why did you write your agent back high? Because I was like, they have to, like, they have to know. Ian! But then, then again, then I go back into the room, I look at it again, and I see... Before you sent it? No, after I'd sent it. Fuck, Ian! And then I get back, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh no, oh shit, like, well, what can I do? Like, what are my options? Because I had to be outside of the city. I had to be um, at my teaching job. Right. And so then I think to myself, I'm like, Saturday... Three four seventeen. That was a month ago. I open up the thing again. I look through it like even more carefully. It says appointment Saturday, March fourth, twenty seventeen. I continue reading. Then it says auditions April fourth, twenty seventeen. And so then I immediately respond with, "Hi, I am so sorry. I for some reason looked at it and thought that the appointment was for tomorrow on a Saturday. When I'm guessing it is for." Uh, April 4th, like, I, I'm just looking for clarity, clarity here. If it's for uh, the April 4th, I can totally do it. I am so sorry. And Oh, my God. Of course, at this point, it's a weekend, so they're not going to respond. So I have to call up tomorrow and be like, listen, I don't know what happened. I just saw, like, Saturday and the number four. You could probably tell your agent you were high. Honestly, I probably could. Because <laughs> everyone I work with is so fucking chill. If I told my agent that I was high, I feel like he'd be like, are you sure? You sure that's what you had? This would be, <laughs> but, like, this is, like, my manager who's out in California who, like, she's not, like, a gun person, but, like, they do a, a day every year where, like, you can get, like, uh, gun certified, like, to handle. Whoa. And, like, she's a big fan of cigars, and, like, she's just super chill, and she's super Weird. real. Weird. I love that. Yeah, and, like, I've talked on the phone with her before, and she's like, yeah, whenever you're in L.A., come find us. We'll talk. Whoa. And I'm like, this woman is incredible. And so, so that was part one of it. I'm there. I'm playing Werewolf. I am... Six different kinds of... I'm Well, only two different kinds of intoxicated. Actually, really only one, because, like, I had a couple drinks, but I didn't feel like... I didn't feel the drinks. Two and a half drinks is, like, nothing. Yeah, and, like, even for me as a lightweight, I was like, I'm not... I don't feel drunk. Yeah. And so, like, so then I emailed them, immediately was like, I'm so sorry, don't know what I was thinking, I can be there, gonna have to call them tomorrow, <laughs> um, and then get home at a reasonable hour, get, like... Six and almost seven hours of sleep. Right. Wake up and the room is spinning. Whoa. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? What? And so like, I get one. I'm thinking, I'm like holding myself together. I'm like, there's no way I can be hungover because I didn't drink that much. Like, but it feels like a hangover. Was your weed laced? No. Because like, I know everyone who like I've smoked <laughs> right, with. Right, but just because you know them doesn't mean they weren't sold bad shit. I mean, like, I, but I can, but I can trust these people. No, it's not that you can't trust them. It's that what if they, what if their dealer fucked up? I mean, like, I can trust these people to trust their dealers. Mm. Um, I think to myself, okay, like, I'm doing okay. Like, I just need to get something in my stomach. I just need, like, I felt dehydrated more than anything, which was why I was, and to be fair, yesterday I had zero water. Did you sleep in your contacts too? No. Oh, where? I was like perfectly, I was a perfectly functional human being when I went to sleep. Then you woke up. Then and I woke you were up. A monster. And I was a monster. <laughs> like I somehow managed to pull myself together, get myself on a bus in the city, to get myself on a bus at the GW Bridge. God. I just sort of like slept the whole way, like across like 
like on the trip there. So there's no ex- no explanation for the room spinning. I don't know. I, I think I was just dehydrated because thinking back to what I ate that day, I had three cups of coffee to start my day. I had like very little to eat. Uh huh. And then I went to the gym. So any water I was God, taking in, I was expending. So skinny. And then. <laughs> Thanks. Um, you're, well, you're always skinny, but gosh, now I know why. But, you're never going to gain a pound if you keep a- acting like this I know, asshole. I know. <laughs> I have a problem. Um, a problem where you're just skinny. Yeah. God damn. Um, but also, like, no, but I'm 25 now. I have to start thinking about my metabolism. Yesterday, all I ate was pizza and candy. I'm not But then I ate, But then I ordered a pizza. Oh, my God. That same day, I ordered a pizza and went to this party. <laughs> And so, and then you were a werewolf. I was a werewolf. I was. I was the first werewolf. Um, so dramatic. And then, cut to like I, my bo- uh, my director picks me up from the bus, and he's like, "So how are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm not gonna lie. Like I didn't, I, I didn't really drink last night, but I feel like I'm hungover." And she, and so she took me to get breakfast, and she's like, "So what do you want?" I'm like, "Egg and cheese on a roll and a Gatorade." Yeah, and, electrolytes. You better get them. Yeah. And like legit, that did the trick. Like I had, I bought two bananas from like the uh, the fruit stand outside the bus stop. Uh huh. And like I had a Gatorade and my sandwich. And then, like, even though I was dealing with the kids, like I could feel myself coming back. But of course, it didn't end until after I was dealing with the most difficult diva kid. Of course. We were running one of the numbers, and he was like, "Can I not do this? Like, I'm just gonna be like so out of breath." And like what? And I did not have like the willpower to be like, "You're never going to work if you keep that up." There was this one time. Can it be tangent number two? Yeah. Okay. And I'm sure you have another story that goes in this tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, one time when I was in high school, I was like being a total fucking diva and told my director that the stage lights, like the low lights on the stage, were like making me feel hot, and I needed to like take a break. But really, I just didn't want to stand up there during tech. And she saw right through it. She goes, Claire, those are LEDs. <laughs> Shut down. And I was like, they're just really bright. <laughs> I, I've never. Were you ha- ever a diva? No, I, I, I wouldn't. Okay, you're perfect. I mean, I'm sure. Well, here's the thing. It's like, I'm sure there were. T- I can think of a couple times where like, not that I was out of line, but like where I just pulled some shit that like probably wasn't the best idea. Like um, we had. Um, we, like, in my college, we had, um, a representative from, like, the, like, our wing of the, uh, uh, college theater festival. Sure. The Kennedy Center College Theater Festival. Sure, sure. And, like, long story short, he came in, told me I'd never work because he couldn't understand me in the show. (laughs) And I had turned down work for that day. So, because, like, I didn't have an understudy. Like, like, the person called me at 11 o'clock at night. Like, I'm not gonna, like... I didn't have an understudy. I was just like, listen, I'm, I can't. I'm really sorry. I really appreciate it. I'm honored. Like, sure. Please keep me in the loop. This person was like, um, you're like, I couldn't understand you. And if you don't work, they're never like, they're never going to. Or if you, they don't understand you, you're never going to get work. And I, like, as soon as it was done, I walked out of the room and I was like, I turned down a motion picture to be here today. Whoa. And I was like, I'm mad. And... <laughs> And, like, my girlfriend at the time was really cool about it. Um, so she, like, talked me off the ledge. And there was one other girl, like, in the cast who he gave a similar note to. So she and I were able to commiserate with each other between shows. That's but so then we had, But then we had to go back and do our show that night. I did have a friend during his first tech in college was like, those lights are very bright. Can we turn those down? And everyone on the tech team was just like, yeah, we'll look into that. So back to work. <laughs> There was one when I, um, so I went to governor's school between junior and senior year of high school Mm -hmm. and I went for vocal performance and just realized afterward that like the choir department at my high school was like hack work. Like it was like, and they were like, they won a bunch of awards and I was like, I have no idea how, because like the work we got done in half a day at governor's school, it would take them like six weeks to get done in class because like no one gave a fuck. And the director yeah. was, like, going through, like, kind of a pre-midlife crisis. And, like, like, I guess she had been engaged to this guy and, like, broke up with him. And, mm. like, would just keep putting on, like, movies and shit in class. And I was like, this is a waste of an hour of my day or yeah. an hour and a half. Especially when, like, there are people who are serious about, like, singing and stuff. Like, yeah, so I came... That's sad. So I came back at the beginning of the school year. And um, I guess at the end of each school year, we fill out, like 
teacher like rating sheets and like what we could like improve on the yeah. class and like we're not supposed student to put our value, yeah student, student evaluation that's it and we're not supposed to like put our names on it but obviously teachers know everyone's handwriting by the end of the school year yeah and so I wrote on mine like I think we wasted a lot of fucking time in this class and I would like us to like learn more music and so then it, when I came back from governor's school she like read she like called me into her office and read my remarks back to me and she was like so that's what you think we've been doing the last three years of your career? Like, I'm building you up for this, and you go off to governor's school and think you're too good for us, blah, blah, And I literally, dead ass, was like, yeah, I'm too good for this. I quit. And nice. she was like, she was like, what are you going to do? Like, waste your time in the in the black box, like, doing theater stuff? And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll take tech theater. And she was nice. like, and she was like, what are you going to do with that? And I was like, I don't know, be an actor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> One of my friends she at told high me school. That I, she told me that it was like a waste of time that I'd never work. And Meanwhile, I, she's the chorus teacher. Yeah, I know. And she was like, yeah, because she hated the theater department. She hated like the crossover between the two. But yeah, essentially she was like, what are you going to do with like tech theater knowledge? And I was like, I don't know. Be a better actor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh. There's a ghost in the there's hall. There's a ghost in the hall. That scared me. Yeah, I was like, what? Creepy. Anyway, sorry, you started to say something. Oh, the, something similar happened with um, a friend of mine uh, in his physics class. Mm. Like, he had to be at a band rehearsal, and the teacher was like, so what are you going to do? Like, what is that ever going to do for you? And he goes, I'm enrolled in college for music performance. And he walked out of the room. Yeah, what and the And we're fuck? all like, you go, Adam. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's the reason why in college, like, a lot of people don't, you know, rush fraternities and sororities and stuff, yeah. or you know, like, go out for other activities. It's like, I want to be available for rehearsal. Like, oh, yeah. I came here to get a Bachelor of Fine Arts. Uh, like, college, us too. Like, no one, there were maybe two people who were in sororities, and they were, like, tech people, so they don't, like, so they didn't have to be there for rehearsals. Right. But, yeah, I mean, like, it's, and, like, that's why people, like, think these theater groups are so incestuous. It's just because we're all together, like. Right. We're the only people we eat, sleep, breathe, and, like, work with because I, we're all there for the same reason. I did, like, one activity with a club called Elon Outdoors mm. and like went on a hiking trip with them but Ooh. then realized that once I book a show I can't go on hiking trips anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And thus endeth the second, second tangent. tangent. Yeah. But that also ends like my my thing that happened this week is like I went through this whole entire saga within like 36 hours of like just I wouldn't I mean I wouldn't say innocently getting drunk and high but like just <laughs> Hanging out with my friends. It just happened. Enjoying, I, I don't just know how. don't know how it happened. I said a mourner's cottage over a bong. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that got me. That like, got legit. Me well, one of the hosts, like, had this thing, like, had this pipe that they were throwing out. So they did, like, one last celebratory, like, hit. Oh, man. And so we just all went through and we were like, 21 gun salute. Oh, well, that's taps. That's not the 21 guns. Whatever. Salute. Well, we did all of it. Like, we just sort of, like, went through each one. And then that turned taps into... Taps is for a dead person. But then that turned into, like, we're playing bagpipes. That turned into Amazing Grace House. Which turned into, oh, I need to do a Mornus Kaddish. Yikadavi, Yikadash, Which turned into, um... I will remember you. Which turned... Which turned into, as we go on... We remember. It was just all ridiculous. The we had together, and as our lives change from whatever, we will still be bonds forever. It was yeah. It was just like ridiculous, and like I love it. It was like a super fun day, but then like the next day, I was just like, "How did this happen?" And <laughs> like I don't like. It's not that I don't get hungover, but like I don't party enough to really know when I am. But yeah, like that like <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say with that. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. It was just like ridiculous and it and... was fun. Like like and like I don't regret it at all. It's like great. Like like marijuana consumption is like not like taboo. Yeah. Like it's like it's just a thing that happens now. Like I was just watching an episode of the West Wing where it was like very controversial like in the nineties and like very early two thousands and I'm like nowadays there's only like a small faction of people that still believe that. What, that pot's not good or whatever? Like, that pot is, like, the devil's drug or, like... I don't think it should be legalized. Really? Yeah. No, I'm not about it. Because I've, I've seen... I don't believe that it's, like, a gateway drug. Like, mm-hmm. if you do pot every day, you're not going to become a crack addict. Yeah. But, like, 
I, I think that it has dulled our generation considerably. And I've spent, particularly in the artistic community, a lot of time in rooms being hotboxed against my will mm-hmm. with a bunch of people who are wasting their time and money, complain about being broke all the time, but they're buying weed yeah. and smoking cigarettes. No, and I get that. I just think, I, I don't know, weed... I, I think that it should be legalized for medicinal properties in all 50 states and territories. But no, I don't think that it should just be a willy-nilly let's smoke everywhere. Especially because it smells bad. It smells disgusting. It does. Like, that's never fun. Yeah. Like, but, like, if people need it for anxiety or whatever, like, go for it, bro. Yeah. Just don't smoke it in my face in Central Park. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you, like, on the monetary aspect, because, like, I know... It's so annoying I knew to listen so many to people, people bitch about that. And I knew so many people in college are like, ugh. Like... I shoplifted from the art store the other day because I had to save money for my cigarettes. And I'm like, you could have just, you could just quit smoking and save that like $10 a week also, like, for your art supplies. Also like save your life, bro. You just cut two years. Exactly. Like, oh my God. Yeah. And like, like, I don't, it's not that I don't know where I stand on like the legalization of marijuana because like, I think I definitely agree it should be like legalized for medicinal purposes. I kind of think it should be like alcohol where like there's an age limit and like you can't, like, and there are, like, restrictions. There's accountability for it. Well, the thing, I mean, it's going to become when it is, you know, because it's inevitable that it will be legalized mm-hmm. at some point in the future, probably in the next 10 years. But, like, I, I there's got to be places where you can't do it. Oh, yeah. Because it smells like shit. Yeah. It's literally the grossest smell. Because like, it's, it's, it's skunk. People it are smells like, like it a smells skunk. like skunk. But I actually like kind of enjoy when you're driving down the highway and a skunk smell comes oh, in the I car. Don't. But like if someone is like hotboxing in their car, I'm like, that is the most disgusting smell. Mm, I'm the opposite. They're <laughs> just they're just different enough that I'm like, I know which one is sure. which. But yeah. So yeah. Thus endeth my thing that happened this week. Great. And it was a yeah. good one. It was. Commendations to you, my friend. Thanks. For for Getting high and somehow and, and somehow and drunk. still doing my job <laughs> and like still doing my job. Ian Brodsky gets it done. Gets it done. Get it done. More honey. often. More. I mean, I was sober. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, just what is, wiped. Uh, wiped. That's it. Like I just felt like I needed to sleep more. Totally. Yeah. All right. On to the quiz. On to the quiz. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you first because you asked me last time. Sure. Manship. Yeah. What are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with my trip in six days. That soon. So soon. Oh my god. I know. I just on my way here came from the drugstore. I was getting an adapter for the for the pluggy plugs, and I was <laughs> what pluggy plugs? Yeah, yeah. Technical term. I was talking to a woman at the store, and I was like, uh, she was like, "Can I help you, honey?" And I was like, "Yeah, um, I'm looking for a." outlet adapter you know like when the plugs change like in a different country and she was like yeah honey i know what an outlet adapter is <laughs> thanks i was like i'm sorry i didn't mean to make it seem like i thought you were simple thanks but... lorraine yeah I, oh she looks like that's her name <laughs> she does yeah it's like lorraine or like um betty or some shit <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for my trip. I am getting all the docks in a row. I also bought shuttle tickets to Newark. Ooh. Um, so everything is in order. That's amazing. I'm, I've been having these bad dreams where I, um, like forget my passport. Yeah. Do you have a one-way flight? No, round trip. I mean like, I mean, uh, one, like nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah, 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 That's awesome. Yeah, man. If you guys buy tickets to Europe... Nine months in advance, they're, they're pretty cheap. cheap. It was like six hundred bucks round trip, nonstop. Not bad. Yeah, Newark to Charles de Gaulle. Sweet. Charles de Gaulle. Charles de Gaulle. So I am super excited to go. And I'm so excited for you. I'm like pretty emotional about it. Like I, yeah, yeah. I I don't know what to expect. Like I don't know. My friend Gael keeps sending me these photos she's like of these like beautiful pictures of her walking the sun and she's like she's like Paris is waiting for you my friend and I'm like oh my god yes so soon also Paris isn't waiting for me it's not like that Taylor Swift like like bullshit New York song like no one's waiting for you like especially in New York exactly but I think Paris even more because they like hate Americans yeah you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do my damnedest to like speak as best I can. A friend of mine was there 
a couple years ago, and all they wanted was for them to like attempt to like speak the language, and then they'll start speaking. And then they'll start speaking English. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see how it goes. I'm also, I will be drinking again in six days, okay. which I've been six and a half months sober. Congrats. I think, thank you. I think I will drink on the trip, not to waste the cultural experience. And then when I come back to America, I think it's over. I think... That's that's fine. Yeah. 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 So... Good for you. All sorts of things are mauling about. That's so exciting. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Cool. Yeah. Ooh. So next question? Yeah. Desert island. You're uh-huh. stuck on a desert island. Oh, Deserted. Sure. Okay. Desert. Yeah. Desert? <laughs> Three entrees that you could eat. Entrees. Great. Um, fettuccine alla bolognese. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, filet mignon. Mm-hmm. And maybe like Waldorf salad. Okay. Yeah. Was like goat cheese caramelized walnuts yeah cranberries lovely just because i gotta have you know one healthy right one healthy thing in there so i don't get heart disease on this island exactly (laughs) it's the number one killer of americans just true yeah yeah this is the thing that happened this week (laughs) yeah giving you medical knowledge yeah y'all better know uh that's it yeah 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 Yeah. so we're really scatterbrained yeah um I was going to say three things that happened this week, which is not one of our questions. <laughs> um, what are you watching slash listening to? I'm a little bit behind, but I just started S-Town, the new podcast by the Serial and This American Life team. What is it about? It is about a town in Alabama that has a little bit of a murder cover-up. Ooh. So it's got that serial thing, but then the... The guy who submitted the story uh, via email to the producers of the show um, is, like, kind of a, like, miserable small town. Like, he's too smart to be there. Mm. But I think because he still speaks in that dialect and grew up in in what he claims is, and it sounds like, in a very redneck society, um, that he just, like, hasn't had the opportunity to branch out. So now he's, like, made it his mission to, like, bring knowledge and, like, climate change discussions and stuff to this town that doesn't have anything. That's and, amazing. And so he reaches out to This American Life to to come and talk to them about the town that has these, like, staggering statistics about, like, you know, cops pulling women over for, like, no reason and then, like, sexually assaulting them. Like, just, yeah. you know terrible things just terrible things yeah so that's the this american life portion and then the murder mystery that comes out of it is like kind of the serial aesthetic Mm. um i'm i'm only done with the first episode it's pretty good i'm mostly like listening to this guy talk because like these are my people so (laughs) um but it does you know it did make me think about the fact that people who podcast predominantly sound like you and me and the Mm -hmm. team at This American Life and it's really nice to hear someone on a podcast with a a deep dialect just not represented in podcasting whatsoever. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. And I have been watching some Parks and Rec. Yes. Just like some comfort food for the soul. Right. Yeah, it's great. Yes. Yeah, so that's that. Cool. Um, Who was the last person you texted aside from me? No looking. Hmm. Last person I texted was my bear, Julie. Aww. Julie is one of my favorite people. And we went out the other night. And then we were supposed to go out the next night. But she has friends in from out of town. So uh, the scheduling got a little complicated. But um, but yeah, Julie. That's so awesome. Hopefully I get to see her again once more before I, before I leave town. Cool. Yeah. All right. And final question of the day. Mm-hmm. Our favorite question. One person, living or dead, who you may or may not know. Whom you wish well. Fuck it. I would like to wish well Oprah Winfrey. Yes. Because it was the first name that popped in my head. And I think for a good reason. I think that her effect on culture has been so staggering. And I think that she, you know, she's a billionaire, but she doesn't ever act like it. And I think it's great that she's, you know, have I ever wished her well on the show before I don't know if you have I don't think so I can't remember maybe I named her when Florence and when we were making a dinner party together yeah that was it I think Florence said her name and we were like yeah Um, yeah. Oprah you know she's been a longtime partner to Stedman but they're not married and I just like that she's you know just like doing things her way possibly Illuminati style yeah you know just living her best life and creating art and jobs for people and 
she has a, a good heart and you get a car and you get a car and you get a car. Love it. Yeah, love her. Cool. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed Ooh. with right now? Ooh, what am I obsessed with right now? Um, I'm kind of obsessed with this weather. Sure. Because it has been such a tease for the past three months. Like in February, we were having like 60 degree days, 65 degree days, followed by a blizzard. Yeah, it was and weird. now like it's finally like the time where it just stays 50 plus degrees. And like I went out and got coffee this morning at... um. Like, at this coffee shop around the corner from me. All right, we get it, Ian. You have money. <laughs> hey. Um, that's me. not true. <laughs> um, fuck climate change and everything. Like, I'm like that's one of my top, like, two issues that I am very passionate about. Sure. But, like, I will never say no to, like, a 65-degree day and sunny. Right. So that's what I'm obsessed with right now. Amazing. Because, like, I just want to go for, like... Like, I was sitting in here before you got here, and I was just like, I should be outside. Yeah. I should just be outside. It's weird. I went to a coffee shop, too, earlier today, and I was talking with my friend there about about how when the weather's nice, everyone goes to the coffee shop. It's weird. It's true. It's like, why aren't you people outside? You know, when yeah. it's raining, no one comes to the coffee shop. I guess because yeah. they don't want to make the trek. Exactly. Like, they don't want to leave the house. Right. Well, in New York, it's like, you know, you we walk leave. everywhere. So, yeah. 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 All right, Desert Island, three types of cheese to eat forever. Ooh. <laughs> Girl after my own heart. Um, oh, yeah, I know I am. Brie. Great. Brie my, is my all-time favorite. Great. Um, I would say, like... Um, really? All-time favorite? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I would also say... Um, uh, what is it? It's with. It's not a Gruyere. Camembert? It's, it's not a Camembert. It's the one with, like, the red shell... Um, oh, Gouda? Gouda. Yeah. Gouda, I would Gouda have Gouda. Gouda is Gouda. Yes, absolutely. Gouda, I, would have, I would have that, and I would have um, the Baby Bells. Ba- what flavor? Original. Just original? Just original. Like, sure. I, like. <laughs> one of the kids I used to babysit used to take bites out of it with the wax still on. <laughs> I like, when I was young, my mom had to be like, we don't eat the wax, Ian. Not that I tried I eating like the wax. I like to it up in my fingers. Yes. Yeah. Ugh, but those are the three. There's a Sarah Silverman bit from, like, years ago where she's like, there's this cheese, this baby bell cheese. I want to fuck this cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do mine even though it wasn't my yes, question? Yes, yes, please. Colby. Yes. Mild cheddar. Ooh. And mozzarella. Just shredded mozzarella. I yeah. eat it out of the bag. Ooh, like, those are all good. Like That I'll... and Quaker oats, not cooked. I eat out of the carton. Yeah? Yeah, I just like That's to cool. eat it plain. I, I respect that. I would do the same. Like, and Three I love all of those American cheeses. cheeses. I was going to say camembert, but I don't mm. think so. I don't think like, so. Like, if I had three more, like, your three would be my three. Like, yeah. definitely mozzarella. My three would be your three. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, except Gouda. No way, Jose. No? Uh-uh. Right. No, I don't know. No, 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 no. All right. No, no, no. I need to pair it with something. Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Enough about cheese. What are you watching slash listening to? I, I just started Life in Pieces today. Huh. Which I, because now the first season's on Netflix. What network is that? Um, I think it's CBS. Huh. Okay. It's one of like, it's either CBS or NBC. It's one of like the big two. Okay. Um, Except those are both three it, and four in the lineup. Yeah. <laughs> is it, um, but now I'm thinking, like, is it Fox? Is it ABC? I want to say it's CBS. I don't know. But the first season's on Netflix, and I watched the first four episodes this morning. Great. And I love it. Like, What's it about? It's about um, an extended family. So James Brolin and his, the I forget who plays his wife. One of them has a family of three. One of them is Colin Hanks, and he has um, a newborn daughter. Great. And the middle child is kind of like the lost Wait, soul. Yes. Okay. I do. I think this is NBC. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I it might be. I don't know. Write yeah. in, guys. Yeah. And like, I didn't. It was a show that I always just thought like, oh, I should watch that, and then I finally started today. And like, I think Colin Hanks is like definitely the heir to like his father's like throne of like america's dad he's so hot he's wonderful so so hot but no one can take the og tom hanks oh no tom hanks is og hanks he is og hanks oh my gosh but i would say colin is like the rightful heir amazing um so that's what i'm watching and i'm listening to just my usual podcasts um like pod save america i'm catching up on nerdist this week um there's a few episodes back nerdist the podcast or the nerdist network the, nerdist the podcast okay um like chris hardwick's podcast and great yeah yeah amazing thank you hey chris hardwick last person you texted who wasn't me can't cheat 
think it was my friend Renee. No. Yeah, I think it was my friend Renee because we're seeing um, our friend in a showcase tonight. Great. Yeah. So oh, showcases are fun. Yeah, so I'm excited because like she's a, like because this girl that we know in the showcase is really talented. And Great. She's like been one of our posse from the get go. So, Great. Yeah. She's gonna slay. Yeah. Putting it in the universe. Heck yeah. And finally, our favorite question of this week and every week: one person living a dread. Whoa, what? Living, living a dead. Or, living or dead, who you may or may not know. Who you would like, whom, who, whom, to whom you would like sure. to wish well wishes to today? <laughs> I actually thought about this one. Okay. Um, I am going to wish well my friend Sean Furphy. He has been... Hey, Sean Furphy. He has been dating my one of my closest friends, Renee, who I literally just shouted out. Um, oh, okay. Uh, who I just texted before. Um, Sean and Sean Renee. And Renee has been, Sean and Renee has been, they have been dating for a few, a couple years now, and I have never seen Renee so happy, like, ever. Amazing. With, like, and, like, because I've known some of her, like, ex-boyfriends, and, like, they're fine or whatever, like, not all of them are winners, but, like, this guy is just such a great guy all around, and right now they're kind of doing long distance because he's working on the Matilda tour, she's in New York, um, and like they're making it work. She just got back from Minneapolis where the tour is now. And like, I like, and he's just a great guy and I'm just so happy for the two of them. So Aww. like, Sean, thank you for making like someone who's like a sister to me. So freaking happy. And that last name is really great. Furfy. Furfy yeah. We call him Furf. Furfy, Furfy, Furfy. Yeah. Furfy. All right. All right. Well, Thank you very much for that quiz. Yeah. Ian Brodsky, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at iBrodsky on all of the social medias, plus at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. Great. What about you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com and Facebook.com slash JuliaClaireManship. And remind us again where they can find us. We can be found at ThisWeeksThing.com, Facebook.com slash ThisWeeksThing, ThisWeeksThing on all the social media, hashtag ThisWeeksThing. ThisWeeksThing at gmail.com. There we go. Yes, our email. That's yes. important too. Make for sure. all the people yeah. who are writing in. For all the fan mail. All that fan mail. Make sure you rate and comment and subscribe. Give us five stars. Five stars. Very important. You know how you do that on iTunes, Ian? And yeah. Here's how you do it. You, you know. F- you find the show when you give us five stars. Right, but you have to search us by name even if you're already a downloaded listener. So you yes. have to go into the catalog, search the thing that happened this week. When you type the thing, we're the second hit now. All right. After the, yeah, here's the thing, which is actually okay. a huge show. Um, so if you search us, the thing that happened this week, click on reviews, you can write a review and make sure that your name is available before you submit because it will delete your review if it doesn't. I'm Mm -hmm. learning a lot about reviews now. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, five stars. Five stars. Five stars for the show. Five stars. (laughs) All right. And on that note. I'm Claire Manchin. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And And that that was was the thing thing that happened happened this week. week. Bye y'all. Later.